Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time for the next episode of Down the Wire, episode 12. Me and Tom try to be more professional. We'll see if that works out this time around. We have the best in the words, a whole bunch of stories, and then we're going to see if Tom knows his walk-up songs. All this and more, coming at you Down the Wire. Episode 12. Uh, uh, it's my turn to stretch. Oh my gosh. Stop yawning. We've been at it. We've Stop been it. at it. I'm at it. Ah, damn. I really slapped you. Yeah, I could have just hit my hand and made a better slap. No. But it wouldn't have made for quality <laughs> content. It wasn't quality. Wake up. I am up. Okay. I am up. I'm in the process of my last week of school, so I'm pretty, I'm, I burnt out a little bit, but... Okay, let me help. Motherfucker! Oh, shit! <laughs> I swear to God, we will, we will UFC 261 right here. All right. Look at that. That was a, that was a call for the sports that happened while we were gone. Oh, foreshadowing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you see uh, Mortal Kombat? I did see Mortal Kombat. Very average. I was... Pretty impressed with it. I impressed. Thought. Yeah, I kind of okay. liked it. Time I kind of liked it. It was impressed. weird. I didn't. I didn't like. Uh, I didn't really like Raiden's character. Raiden was a dick the yeah. whole movie. I didn't really like him. Um, Kano was hilarious the whole time. Fantastic. Yeah, him and Cabal were easily the top two characters. Yeah, Kano was great. Wasn't even close. Cole Young can go. I don't know. Wear his basket woven armor elsewhere. And yeah, that was weird. Who who is he supposed to be? What's it's Cole he? Young. That's who he's supposed to be. They made an original character for it. I have no idea why, but that was lame. he's awful. He's... I watched it with a buddy, and the whole entire time we were trying to figure out like who's it supposed to be, who's oh. it supposed to be. Yeah, I watched it legally with a with my girlfriend. Oh, so. well, guess what? Your trip was more expensive than mine. It was. How did you? Oh, you have HBO Max, right? Yeah. 
I just found it on like one, two, three movies. So what's up? Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it's only like with the amount of people that I split it with, it's like three dollars. <laughs> okay, so FCC emergency. They um. <clears throat> No, I, I thought the fighting scenes were pretty good. Yeah, it was all right. And they did, uh, it was way more truthful to the source material. I think the movie the should have been just two. two and a half hours long. If they would have really just gone all in depth it, on it. I mean, that's just an extra half hour. And honestly, they needed that because that was my biggest problem was that the pacing was weird. It felt like we were talking about... <clears throat> You know, the prophecy, and then all of a sudden they're doing, like, their training montage. Right. And they were jumping like, around what? all over the place. What happened? All over the place, I uh, thought so. Yeah. And also, Nitara and Raiko, uh, those are some of the worst characters in Mortal Kombat, and somehow they got in the goddamn movie. I'm thought, so mad. I thought Goro looked pretty cool in the movie. Eh, I like the original Goro, because, like, the original one is crazy. They did, like, the animatronic for the top part, right. and they put that on a dude's shoulders. So oh. the bottom half of his arms is, like, a real dude, Ooh. and he's trying to move while looking at the top arms. It's oh, like that, I find that to be, like, totally cool. That and is it pretty good. cool, yeah. And also, dude, anytime practical effects can come into play, that makes me happy, rather for than sure. CGI and for sure. all that. For but, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a week. Should we probably talk about sports on our sports show, maybe? Yeah, yeah let's do that's it. Might be something. Best in the words. Let's kick it off. Best in words off the rip. All right, I'll start it off with best then. My best story of the week has to be Fernando Tatis Jr. Oh. And not just because he's been tearing up the competition and really making baseball look so easy, so young. Kind of similar to how Mike Trout was doing it yeah. and Bryce Harper when he was in the beginning of his career even. But he goes out and on the anniversary of when his dad hit two grand slams in the same inning, he goes out and homers himself too. What a, what, two. Two, two of times. them. Two yeah. of them. Yeah, two yeah. as in T-O-O and T-W-O. Yes. So two-two. Hits two home runs. This on the anniversary of when his dad hits two grand slams, dude. I told you, Fernando Tatis Jr. is the face of baseball. We talked about that a couple weeks ago, and, and I don't like, think oh. it's close anymore. Well, yeah. Man, Mike Trout just doesn't do it, man. And he, to be honest, Mike probably likes that because Trout does not like to be in the public eye. He would much rather be at home doing his thing. I don't know, whatever the hell he does. He doesn't look like. Like anyone's special, it probably kind of, kind of like shucking bales Mike, of hay. Yeah, or, something or like, like that. playing poker. Mike Trout seems like a poker guy. Yeah, poker is too too cool. It's got to be something even more lame, like like sheep's head. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even if it's like a major Polak. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We would know. We play sheep's head. We do lots of lots of it. Oplatka. Opwaki, you mean? Opwaki? Is yeah. that what it is? Okay, yeah. Okay, fake, you can, fake you can dial back your Polish. Fake Polish. Yeah, you're not a real Polakian. <laughs> but anyway, Fernando Tatis, just an absolute stud. El Nino is taking over the MLB and against the Dodgers had five home runs in the three-game series. Yeah, three three games, five home runs. You can't get 
much better than that. And really. he was also making Trevor Bauer look silly on Twitter wow. with a couple of back and forth and to think, roasts with yeah, him. He's doing that, and Trevor Bauer doesn't need any help to look silly. That is so. also true. <laughs> well, Your my best be- story. My best story. Dude, Gronk. Oh, yeah. Gronk going wild. He set the Guinness Book of World Records for highest catch. I saw that. And probably highest catch as well, because you know he wasn't thinking. Uh, well, he might have clearly. been. He he might uh, he might have been drunk. <laughs> yeah, I could see something like that. But that is so cool for him to have caught a uh, a football dropped out of a helicopter six hundred feet in the air. That is just how do you see it at first? I mean, like that is. That's nuts. Well, it, it, honestly, what's more nuts to me is that the ball came down relatively straight. Right. Just you would think feet. a little bit of wind would make and that go crazy. On top of that, just the helicopter blowing it, too. Right. right? I the, mean, there has to be enough. Like, from the wheel. What, what, do we rotor? know what? Ro- rotors? Ro- rotor, right? Yeah, blades. Blades. I think that was the word I was But it's the rotor that, t- that turns the blades. Right? Fair, so, fair. But even so, like 600 feet. You know, that's enough to definitely push that football a little bit away. I could, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, Gronk, stud. Gronk, the Gronkowski world record. We're going to have to beat it. Well, do we have access to a helicopter? We could drop it off of, like, the U.S. Bank building in town. That's got to be more than 600 feet, right? That'd be like 60 stories, probably, right? You think ah, it's got 60 we'll stories? Look I'll look it up. Okay, I'll say, I'll say my worst story of the week while you do that. Yeah, that's that? good. So my worst story of the week, it's got to be Chris Weidman. Uh, UFC Ooh. 261 was an amazing card. So much fun. Kamaru Usman shutting up Jorge Masvidal. Rose Namajunas from Milwaukee went to, I think, like the high school of the arts. 601 feet. That's kind of crazy. Might... <laughs> Let's do it, baby. We might have we to do set that. a world record. That's, <laughs> That's amazing. That really weird. Oh, my God. That's so weird. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Ooh, keep going. Okay. I wasn't ready for that. I. Uh, anyway, the card was great. And Chris Weidman, though, against Uriah Hall, Shattered his leg like 30 seconds into the fight. Yeah, Uriah Hall shattered his leg yeah. 30 seconds into the fight. It was an amazing leg check that bent Chris Weidman's leg around his leg. And as it came back from a step back, just went back the other way. Ugh, all sorts of gross. Yeah. And it's my worst story because it's almost karma. Because, do you remember when Anderson Silva broke his leg? Mm. He was fighting Chris Weidman. And that was... Full circle, baby. In uh, Silva's prime, kind of. And that was who really dethroned him and set him back after that. So then who is Uriah Hall going to get his leg shattered by? I I don't know who he's going to get next. it's It's weird that those count as wins, those fights, like 30 seconds in. But at the same time... You know, you you did defend yourself so well that you won. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I you know I'll kind of speak on this 
a little bit later because uh, something similar. But we'll get there when we get there. Uh, it's time for my word story. Peloton. Peloton. You know what Pelotons are? I do. The bikes. Yeah. Uh, Peloton bikes or treadmills as okay. well. Yeah. Uh, they had a super productive 2020 due to COVID uh, just shutting everything down. Makes right? sense. Yeah. Um, they are now coming under fire, though. The, their Tread Plus, they have had 39 incidents involving this Tread Plus treadmill. Do you, do you want to take a guess as to what may have happened? Well, Peloton always has, like, the big screen on it, too, right? Okay. Did... Was there cameras in them? Oh, Oh, you are being far too nice. Was there instructors, like, calling people fat over them? Uh, no. The Peloton Tread Plus has been killing small animals and even a child. What? It has, uh, the treads are too low and too powerful. They are sucking the animals underneath it and crushing them. Oh, my God. Yes, 39 incidents. That's a lot. Yeah. 39? Yes. And you're this you are paying $4300 for this thing to kill your pets and family. They might that's a lawsuit. Like it has to be just really? they're going to be done. They're wow, going to be done. I wouldn't say they're done. They'll they'll figure that out. There's That's some, a lot of people and animals. Uh yes. Yes it is. But animals like Children is one thing. The child, uh, unfortunately, you know, that happened to them. But animals, like, it, that's not going to be a super huge lawsuit in the same same fashion, right? But, it, I mean, Peloton is definitely going to be facing an uphill battle uh, to, like, keep their their spot on the, you know, exercise equipment, like, ladder, right? Right. Because... Holy shit, that is terrible. But yet they already have a class action lawsuit filed against them. Uh, Shannon Albright's the main person, claims that the warnings are not sufficient to alert customers to the true danger of the machine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm not. No more. No more Peloton. Yeah. I'm 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 off of that. Well, guess what? I don't think you were ever going to get sucked underneath the Peloton. Well, I also wasn't going to spend forty three hundred dollars on a treadmill or get on a treadmill. Okay, that's that's fair too. <laughs> All right, I'm an elliptical guy. Yeah, myself. as you're like, oh, I I spent six hours lifting up beer last week. Well, I didn't never said I was on a treadmill. <laughs> uh, okay, so we we talked about it about. Uh, uh, how like you were saying like thirty seconds count as a win, right? Right. Uh, here's my bigger gripe to that matter. Yesterday, was it Madison Bumgarner? Pitched, oh, pitch a uh, uh, no hit seven innings. That's the whole game. And because it's a double header, it does not count to a no hit. Yeah, that's bullshit. I, dude, I'm sorry, MLB. That's is BS. whack. That's whack. I was thinking, I saw that too. And I thought, yo, he pitched the entire game without allowing a hit. I, regardless of that game, 
It's a no-hitter. I know. I know we don't exactly have this on our uh, like pre-production list, but it happened last night, and I had to talk about it because the MLB is the wackest organization for that. That is so stupid. It, it doesn't make any sense. That's like saying if in extra innings a guy hit a home run, they wouldn't count the home run because it wasn't in the nine innings. Yeah, it, dude, it, uh, it's like if you... If you had a a teacher and that teacher like said your test goes up to eighty five, right? So if you got an eighty five out of out of eighty five, realistically that should be a hundred. Well, no, there's only eighty five, so it, it technically is a B. Yeah, that's stupid. Like, what? <laughs> it makes no sense. Yeah, I, I saw that and I did not get why that wasn't that that I I can't believe that's a rule. That's the dumbest rule. That's literally a complete game. It was a complete there game. There is no way that this stands. I bet you at the end of the season... Is this the first time that this happened? Uh, as far as I know? A doubleheader the second game, which wasn't longer? I guess they just started doing that, right? Well, no. Get the, This stemmed off of last year. Last year, uh, because of COVID, they shut down... Um, Double header games from nine innings to seven innings, which I don't mind. I mean, like they double, don't care. Double either, headers yeah. are long. Yeah, long they don't days. want to be out there that long. And, and here's the thing: that uh, there have been double headers this season, double header games that have still gone over five hours. I believe it. So, it, you know, the idea that they're trying to, you know, make these games go faster still isn't working in a seven inning game, but. There is no way uh, that, that with these continued ideas of double headers being seven innings, that they are not going to count. It should count as a no full hitters, no hitter. As no hitter. It should count as a no hitter. A hundred percent. I I completely agree. All right, like I said, had to get that out of the way before we get into our the week of review in sports. Otherwise, I was going to forget it. Uh, let's uh, let's. Get the first thing going. You started off. Yeah. Um, I think the first story that we were looking at was the rumors about the Indiana coaching offers that were out there. There was a report that Brad Stevens was offered by Indiana $52 million more than Mike Woodson. Yeah, Woodson. For the head coaching position. Woodson got that uh that head coaching position for eighteen million. So seventy million dollars to Brad Stevens. I mean is that a good I, I don't know how you don't take that if you're Brad Stevens. And he's saying he hasn't gotten the offer, but being in control of a college program just in general seems like a more fun job an easier job. And at Indiana, the head coaching position of the basketball team, especially the men's basketball team, you are a god there. Well, and on top of it, it's a better job because you're making more money, I think, too, at this point. Uh, well, I mean, there's definitely, like, sponsors, like, a lot more sponsorship stuff there. Uh, really, like, the bigger question is, dude, Mike Woodson, what's your manager doing? Because I think it's more of... Brad Stevens would have been an insane hire okay, for sure. Indiana basketball. But are you telling me Mike Woodson couldn't have gotten half that amount? Uh, Which is still double than what he actually got. 18 million, six years, 18 million. He could have easily gotten 36. 
Realistically. It's six million a year, maybe. Maybe, yeah. But I think they were they were reaching for Brad Stevens with an insane, ludicrous offer. And they just settled for something like, all right, we'll get this guy for a reasonable price. Yeah, here's the thing. Mike Woodson But Indiana is... basketball hasn't been relevant in a while either. Uh, even well, though that's not true. It hasn't been consistently relevant. Like, Indiana has had some top years here and there, but it, it hasn't had the consistency that it did back in the 70s and 80s, well, right? And Bobby Indiana Knights. likes to think that they're as, like... They're with Kentucky and Duke and Kansas, which not a great year for Kentucky and Duke. But Kansas was all right. They yeah. were a three seed. They like to think they're almost up there with the Blue Bloods, and they're they're nowhere near that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely been hard. And you know, there's a lot of ones that I thought were going to do something there, like Tom Crean. I really thought Tom Crean was going to do well at Indiana, and that did not pan out. Never did anything. Um, but. I really like Mike Woodson in that role. Indiana alum, you know, he was part of those Bobby Knight, you know, championship teams. We'll see how it works out. I, it, maybe it could grow something for Indiana basketball. And they they had a couple of fun teams. I remember like Oladipo and and Cody Zeller were there yeah. together, and they were all right to watch. Yeah. Uh, what do we got next? Uh, Man, what's going on with Sterling Brown, dude? He has got to have the worst luck. Worst. Known the to absolute man worst. In basketball. Yeah. I mean, he got assaulted again uh, last last week. Uh, he was at a Miami nightclub, and he actually suffered facial lacerations outside of the club uh, when a patron hit him on the back of the head with a wine bottle. Well, and you remember... He had that incident in 2018, I believe it was, with yeah. Milwaukee, where he got assaulted by a police officer as well. Yeah, you know, yeah he was he like the, outside of a Walgreens. Right, it was something along those lines. And Sterling Brown, whew, jeez, there, that's. I'm sorry. I'm I'm so sorry. Every time this has been happening to him. Yeah, you know, it's like the worst part about it is that he's currently having like one of his better seasons uh, right now, and. And that, you know, that being said, it is on a absolutely atrocious Houston Rockets team. Atrocious. But man, that that sucks. I uh, I I wish him the best, and hopefully right. he's you know not too bad. Maybe he gets like a real badass scar on his face or something like that. It could be. Maybe maybe he'll have like the scar game. Hey, dude, dude, look, I, I was sleeping next to my dog, and she like popped up and like slashed my face right underneath my eye. Oh, I see a little thing, yeah. Right here, and there's another one, like, right underneath it. Yeah, I I do. Honestly, I've looked in the mirror, like, three times and thought, hell yeah, I look cool. So, but, you know, not a wine bottle and not a basketball player, so that's why I I get cut by a dog, and I think I'm hardcore. (laughs) Should we get, let's just get into basketball a little bit. How about that? We'll go right into there. Um, Nikola Jokic versus Steph Curry right now. Who's your MVP? Jokic. It's not close. I know Steph Curry, you can talk to, uh, about some of the numbers that he's putting up, but he's on a awful Warriors team. I get it. I get it. But it's, if they make the playoffs, if, if they make the playoffs. If, I'm sorry. Like, Jokic has the better team, dude. It, this is. I never understood why team success was so prominent in MVP. Yeah. If you're trying to market the player 
as an MVP here's, award. Here's the thing, too, though. They are two drastically different positions True. as well. Yeah. And if you're trying to go off of, like, scoring, well, no, duh. You're going to give that to Steph Curry. Steph Curry's the three-point shooter, and Jokic is a center. He's not going to get hit those those levels of points on an average night. But, dude, it, Jokic is the MVP right now. I don't think it's close. Well, and with better team, you say, if you take Jokic off the Nuggets, you still think they're making the playoffs? Mm, maybe. I think they maybe are. It's... I think they are. I mean, the, Jamal I Murray, know... Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, no. Well. I think that team's pretty good to make the playoffs in the West. Yeah, what, an eight seed, not a seven seed? They, I mean, they could be respected, respected in the playoffs. But, you know, you just actually put out a poll on uh, ESPN. Uh, Jokic was on top of the who would be the uh, MVP Uh, out of 101 votes. He took ninety of them. Well, and I get it. I get. I get that. I I understand why Curry Jokic, wasn't even in the top three. You had Embiid and Giannis there. I don't know about that. I mean, Giannis Giannis is not getting enough love, for sure. Since the All Star break, he's been ridiculous, and he needs someone to understand. He's still having an MVP caliber season. He shouldn't win uh, it again. I I don't. He shouldn't I don't win think, it again. Well, first of all, it's voter fatigue. Uh, you're right. not going to see yeah. him win. You got but three in a row, no. He cooled off, and he had those, what, five, six games off uh, You know that he took off. That right there killed his chances. That's too much, and I think he knew he wasn't going to win anything, so eh, whatever. I get it. I get it. What do you think? Uh, how about we talk some baseball now? Okay. Baseball? Okay, how about we start it off with our... Well, my favorite team. And this historic run by Mr. Corbin Burns. Oh. Corbin Burns. Oh, am I supposed to clap? I'm clapping because I challenged Corbin Burns. I'm giving myself some credit for Corbin Burns this mm-hmm. year. Because, as you remember, I was going to be very critical of Corbin Burns this year. Ooh. I was going to make sure that he had all this hype around him. And it wasn't going to be some BS that he was going to float around and ride off of a half-fake season almost last year and come in and be terrible this year. And Corbin Burns is an animal and might be one of the best pitchers in baseball this year. He has set a new MLB record, specifically. Four starts, 40 strikeouts, zero walks. Insane. Yeah. That's nuts. And yeah. I think with like a .33 ERA with that. And uh, pr- previously this that was set by Adam Wayne. He has a loss with those stats. Good man. What is what is that, Milwaukee? Yeah, pre- Come on. Adam Wainwright held that record previously in 2013 with 35K. He's given up eight hits. Yeah, I, look, there's, there's not much more you can say about it. He is... He is pitching out of his mind, and uh, again, we talked about it the other week. I was all on this Corbin Burns train when they drafted him, so shame on you. Sorry. Come on. Nope, had to. No. Yeah, I had to bring you back in. No. Yeah, bring you back in. You the... a-hole. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> I can't help it. Oh, my God. Anyway. Yeah. I think the Brewers are looking very impressive, and the starting rotation looks nuts for them right Yeah, their now. top three guys are probably in the top three in baseball they as might far be. as, like, rotations. Unfortunately, their bottom two guys... Brett Anderson, Josh Limbaum. No. Brett Anderson and Adrian Hauser. Uh, Limbaum just lost 15-2 to two to the Okay, Cubs. but that's, that's not his fault. Well, I mean, it is what? his fault, but it's not... He's not the starter. That was because Brett Anderson had to leave early. Well, Adrian Hauser is the second, uh, is the fourth guy in the rotation. Whatever. And Adrian Hauser is fine. He's not anything special, but he, you know what? As a as a four, he can do it. He can get the job done. Besides, once you come to the playoffs, it's a three man rotation, anyways. So, yeah, fair enough. There you go. And then you have some nice long relief in the back. So if uh, Brett well, Anderson and that's and the me- thing, I need a little bit better relief pitching out of them right now. Devin Williams is not looking great. Yeah, he's hitting a nice sophomore slump. Um, and by nice, I mean terrible. Josh Hader looks fine. Looks pretty good. Yeah, he's been smoking it. But other than that, and, and can we get a starter to go like seven innings, please? I oh, just they want, just did that. Barely. It you know barely who? happens. Uh, Woodruff just did it. Yeah, I saw it yesterday, and guess what? We won 6 nothing because they left the, him in the game. And I think he did it the time before. Yeah, they need to keep these guys in longer, and it's happening all over the MLB. No, qu- quality starts is not a. It's not as important as it used to be, man. It is now all about the relief pitching. And the only reason why you're saying this, though, is because the relief pitching is not as sharp as it was last year last year's brewers bullpen was so nuts that it you know if you as long as the starting pitcher didn't give up five runs it you know there was a, a good chance of you still being in it yeah that's fair enough i i understand but I don't know. I like I like it when starters go longer and their workhorses out here. I I think it's adds more value. Do and I want that stud in the playoffs that can just come in, throw eight innings, and then get out, and then do it again in three nights. Mm-hmm. You know who's not a stud? Who's not a stud? Mark Davis. Yeah, Mark Davis. Mark Davis is an absolute bum. I think we can just leave it at that. Mark Davis is an idiot. He's just an idiot. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty straightforward. On, he, uh, on that thing. If you didn't see what he did, you can just go look at his Twitter page because he's not going to take it down either. And uh, you, you had the landmark trial last week of the George Floyd uh, incident last summer. George Floyd, you know, death, murder, whatever you want to call it. Mark Davis foolishly went on Twitter after the results, after the verdict, and put, I can breathe on there. Yeah, what an absolute idiot. And, and he, taught, he, he spoke to it. He said that it was uh, in reference to George Floyd's brother, which, come on, dude. Well, and his brother, his brother defended him, so maybe we missed a message along the way somewhere that there was correlation. But, 
Yikes. Well, then we need more context. We Maybe. Maybe. But he also has billions of dollars and is untouchable for him. Well, almost untouchable because his haircut is still the worst thing. It's running away from him. Planet. It's running away from him. And there's, there's no doubt about that. Yeah. But there's been a lot of news otherwise in football and NCAA football, to okay. be specific. Did you hear about the new transfer rule? Uh, you, I started to look into it. You told me about it yesterday, uh, but go into it a little bit more. So now student-athletes are going to be allowed to transfer no sit-out penalty one time. One time only. You can transfer, and you can finally go straight away play your sport. And it was about damn time that that happened. And it really showed after this last football season specifically how persistent they were that they were going to have a season and they were going to do things and it just showed that they knew that these kids weren't student athletes in a sense for no, for no, that no, of course not. and to have these people you know when they have these huge giant coaches who are constantly changing teams getting paid millions of dollars to go all over the place whenever they want and they can go in there and fire a whole staff and bring on a whole new staff if they wanted to and yet you had kids you know a couple years ago there was a guy out in the Carolina he wanted to transfer to Coastal Carolina I remember who wanted to be closer to home for a sickly mom and he couldn't get his transfer approved so he had to sit out of here like come on NCAA finally Thank you for changing this, because it needed to happen. This is going to be big, and you're going to see a lot of quarterback movement, because those are the main ones that do a lot of the transferring, is because they're not getting enough time. A lot of the offensive guys, I should say, is because they're not getting starter roles. That's fair enough, too. And they're going to go out to these big schools. It's going to keep these big schools even bigger. You're going to see a whole new... No, you're going to see a lot of the big school talent go to smaller schools. I think you're going to see... A whole new level of recruiting college players now, as well as high school talent. Yeah, well, I mean that's fair. I can see that, but like, I, I mean, it, on you, those like SEC, Big Ten crossover games, you're going to be seeing money. How many years passed. can you think of where Ohio State had two, three quarterbacks behind their starter? You know, you know what I mean. Uh, that is going to be yeah. a huge thing. You're not going to get those same type of Mac Jones, Jalen Hurts, and Tua were all on the same team. Man, and what at that point? What's the chances that Mac Jones stayed at Alabama? Well, and what really started happening was people just started transferring regardless. They didn't care, and then you were losing out on these big level talents. Yeah. and they were finally just fed up with it because they know that's going to sell. Instantly more tickets a transfer student will. It's the equivalent of a trade yeah. in the college level. And it's so rare, and especially for a big one, it's super big moment. I'm going to predict within the next three years, you are going to see more transfers than you did in the previous ten years. Uh, it's been pretty big the last... Like three or four or five years, maybe. It's been pretty big. Justin Fields, Joe Burrow. Yeah. yeah. Um, Russell Wilson kind of started it off. Yeah. As well. well. 
You know, that's a lot. And if you count the junior college transfers, like Aaron yeah, but that, that has always been a thing, the right? Yeah, that has been has always been a thing. I'm speaking as uh, more on the Division One level. I think you're going to see a lot more transfers uh, going forward. It's going to be a big deal. It's going to be mayhem, and the transfer portal is going to be huge. It's going to be wild. That's not not the only thing, though, that the NCAA did. No, I was going to bring something up, actually, too. Overtime rules. Yeah. Now you got to start going for two-point conversions as well to start the second overtime. Yes, instead of the third overtime like it was before. Which, sure, get this thing over with. I'm cool with it. Uh, College overtime is always great anyway. It is the best overtime. It's so much fun. In sports right now. It's not even close. Yeah, the, the idea of putting them... On the 25-yard line uh, and just, like, constantly uh, pounding the ball in is a a great idea. Coin toss for ball first, coin toss for defense or offense, what side of the field you want. It's it's so electric. And you see ridiculous scores because of it, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I mean, did did we not just have, like, the highest-scoring game... Of well, all time. we had last year or two years ago. Well, when was it when LSU season? played Texas A&M? Maybe seventy-seven to seventy-six, something like that. It I remember like that. I want to say it was Texas or Texas A&M. That that sounds right. That sounds right. Hmm. It was it was crazy game. And you know what? These scores are only going to get better, or the games are going to be over. At that point, you kind of want the game to be over as well. So. <laughs> Why not? Especially if you're working at the game. Yeah, I, I'm ready. I'm ready to see some fun happen for uh, sure. NCAA football, I can tolerate it more than I can the other uh, NCAA sports. You know, basketball, hockey, baseball. I mean, uh, and collegiate football is like to me. The cream of the sport. I love football. I I love college football more. More. I mean, honestly, I am a much bigger Wisconsin Badgers fan than I am a Green Bay Packer fan. Realistically, you know. And a lot of you might be wondering. You know, this is NFL Draft Week. Why aren't we talking about the NFL Draft at all? We do have some good news there. We are actually going to be uh, putting another podcast uh, on our page this week where we just talk about the NFL draft. We're going to, to really hammer it home. Yes. We'll mock up the first round. Yeah. Um, probably. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Maybe give out some other players' picks, sleepers or something along the way that you might want to watch. We'll do something like that. We're going to go back and forth drafting. Yeah, that'll be fun. It's going to be me versus Dave almost. I... Like I like it and I hate it because now I have to like put like five different people for each. Yeah, you're gonna have to be each, ready. Uh, like round or not round, but each team drafting to and take it, who you want. It's at kind those. of a pain in the ass, but it's gonna be super intense. Sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> keep going. Yeah, let's um let's get into another story then. Uh, we'll talk about. Uh, I hate to switch up the mood, but I think Terrence Clark was pretty close to next in the news for the week. And this was absolutely tragic story. I mean, just Terrence Clark, Kentucky guard, 19 years old, out in Los Angeles, signing his deal with his agent for Clutch Sports, same as LeBron James, Anthony Davis, I mean, numerous NBA talents. A surefire NBA lottery pick tragically crashed his car and passed away over the last week. And it was a story that shook up the news all over for sports. Yeah, that is truly unfortunate. Um, I mean, it's not like we ever wish that upon anyone, but man, this, this kid was really about to go into one of the best moments of his life, you know, the idea of being drafted by a team. And I, I wonder if they do some sort of memoriam for him at the draft this year. Cause you know, he was maybe not, you know, the a top five or top 10, you know, he, he was a guaranteed millionaire. Well, that, that's, that's fair. Yeah. It was, it was really tough and a very, in uh, a legend for, high school basketball, especially in the Boston area up there. I know a lot of people talked about that being such a hometown kid for them and how this whole city, the whole city was really behind him, even though he went to Kentucky. And it was just unfortunate, totally unfortunate. Yeah. um, Like I said, just hate to see that. And, uh, you know, we definitely – have uh, lots of good thoughts towards his family and hopefully they can really uh you know work their way through it and yeah as best as they can yeah completely uh we'll change it up again what we got here how about nfl jerseys that was a big deal i mean 
big-ish. Does it? Now, hear me out. Would you want to even change your jersey if you got to the NFL? Like, if you got to the NFL and you've already had a number, would you change it to a new one if you're eligible for it? There's a lot of people that can, I think. I guess, but at the same time, I think you just got to brand your first number. Well, but what happens when you move teams? I mean, we just talked about well, that. Well, then it's a little different. Carson then... Wentz and his teammate, you know, shutting him down yeah, we, in we, glorious fashion. I get that. I get that. And you know what? On a new team, you have a new brand. So yeah. you can so it's a fresh start. Mhm. But now if you are on a team and you are that number on that team, is it not weird to change your number on that team? Is that not weird? You're no. talking to the wrong guy. I don't. I I'm don't asking your opinion. I I don't have that same type of sentiment to a number, uh, you know. And I I have like sports stuff. And you know what a real wide receiver would do now going into this? Sixty nine. No. Oh. Because they can only be numbers one through nineteen and eighty through eighty nine still, but they expanded them. A wide receiver should come into the league and every year change his number up one. That seems extra as hell. But that's okay. To what, that point, you should. What do are it. the rules, though? I don't know this. They. What are the expansion? Uh, terms? They changed out. Quarterbacks still are one through nineteen. That okay. didn't change. Running backs can now wear one through nineteen, or. 80 through 89, or 1 through 49, rather, or 80 through 89. Okay. Running backs. Wide receivers can now wear 1 through 19, 80 through 89. Tight ends, 1 through 19, 80 through 89. Linemen sticking to the 50 to 79. Defensive linemen, linebackers, and defensive players, same rules, 1 through 49. And then, or it's like one through, actually, I think it's like one through 50, 49, 50, one through 59, and then one through. My brain hurts so bad. This is what you did. You did this. You could have just looked it up. Why can't all players just have one through 99? I don't understand it. What what is the point of, of having different jersey numbers? I don't know. That's what they wanted to do. I don't, that's dumb. That's dumb. Dumb. That's what I mean for I playing like those. It. I don't like it, Tom. Tom Brady, Tom Brady also didn't like it. Yeah, Tom Brady. Tom Brady Tom thought Brady it was needs to go back to his avocado toast. Well, you just said you didn't like it. And he said he didn't like it. Yeah, but I'm sure I don't like it for different reasons than why Tom Brady doesn't like it. Doesn't Tom Brady just got mad because now he's like, oh, now I don't know who I'm going to throw to. Ugh. Well, he's got so many weapons. And now he can throw a ball 600 feet in the air, and they'll still catch it. Well, yeah, go right ahead. Do you think his limp noodle arm can do that? One of his best seasons ever. Not for deep passing. Still looked pretty good. Sure. And his opponent in the Super Bowl, the Kansas City Chiefs, got a lot better. And were even to, were even able to make a trade for Orlando Brown Jr., and they get, as well with that, a second-round pick from New England and a six-round no, pick Baltimore. next year Baltimore. Or from Baltimore. That's right. Baltimore then gets 
their first round pick, the 31st, whoop de doo a third, a fourth, and a fifth. All coming... 2022 fifth round pick. 2022 fifth round pick. I think uh, the Chiefs are making a lot of moves out here to get this offensive line looking set for Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and, and you know what? That like definitely is a good thing to kind of bolster him. Uh, here's the thing, though. The reason why Mahomes was getting... Uh, blitz so much is that he's holding on to the ball too long because he's a playmaker. I get it. I I get it. But like, look at some of the players last season that changed up their game. You had Ben Roethlisberger on that Steelers team that got a bunch of love, uh, thinking that they were going to go undefeated, which was no. ludicrous. It was ludicrous. No, but you know why that is? Ben Roethlisberger had the shortest time in between snap and uh, getting rid of the ball from his hand. I I mean, it definitely probably translates to something well, but at the same time, look at Russell Wilson, a guy who holds on to the ball forever and is able to make plays because of it. And is one of the most sacked quarterbacks in the league. But it's because his O-line is terrible already and he's scrambling around. I, I, you know, and I'll combat you with another person that was doing that. Philip Rivers had one of his best seasons last year, and that's saying something because he looked like garbage. Do you know what I think you got in common? I th- you know, you know what those guys got in common? Philip Rivers and Ben Roethlisberger. Children. Old. Oh, that's that's what it means. Old. Well, Phillip these Rivers are young be- guys. Patrick Mahomes is younger than you. These guys are super athletes, and they want to play their game. So they're out there getting guys that'll play their game around them. Okay, get out there playing your game. <laughs> Maybe. I, I like it. And I think Ravens fans, I mean, you can kind of say that pretty even trade. Uh, I think the Chiefs won that trade a little bit more. But it, it obviously wasn't a good uh, offseason to get more for Orlando Brown because the Ravens are usually a team that does pretty good with their free agency. And if all they could get were uh, like the Chiefs first round pick and then a couple of pick swaps, eh, you know, it is what it is, I guess. I guess so. I think they got to sign them next year too. Yeah, they they still have to re-sign him. So, so that I get, you know, the Chiefs do have that lingering, but... And he's going to want a lot of money, and he's going to want to play left tackle. Yeah, that's the whole reason why that happened, is because the Chiefs have uh, Ronnie Stanley. Rodney Stanley? What is it? Something Stanley? That's, I, that's, that's their left tackle. Uh, Ronnie Stanley's on the Ravens. Yes. that's Sorry, that's what I meant. Yes. The, the Ravens have Ronnie Stanley, yes. who... Uh, was on injury. That's why Orlando Brown was, uh, you know, playing on the left, left side. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of games and the wonderful games that we have, it's time for some game time. Ooh. Right, that was game time. That was the worst transition. <laughs> it's time monologue. for some game time. That was such an awful transition. <laughs> Whatever. I don't care. We're going to be all hyped up for this segment. Yeah. Let's well, yes. So I am going to issue issue you a challenge, Thomas. Uh it is the twenty twenty one MLB season. Mm-hmm. It's right at the start. We are now getting into it and 
we have got a new list of uh, plate walk-up songs for, by... Batting ditties. Batter ditties, yes. And I think I want to challenge you. So I got 10 guys. We're going to go through them. I'm going to give a little bit of a, a little bit of help as well as play uh, their batter ditties. And you tell me mm. who they are, okay? Oh, okay. I'm excited now. All right. Uh, so... Here is the first one. First one. What the fuck? This is Show Me Love featuring Chance the Rapper, Robin Hannibal, and uh, one more person. Okay. By Hundred Waters. Okay, I can get behind that. Now, are you going to give me, like, multiple choice on this? Or? No, I, I'm going to give you a little bit of a, a sprinkle, okay? Okay, go. Go for it. This Fort Worth native was selected 15th overall in the 2015 draft and was traded to his current team after a key error in the 2019 NL wildcard game against the Nationals. Well, now I know who it is. Yeah? It's Trent Grisham. You are correct. Okay. That is um, a very weird song, but I like it at the yeah. same time. Show Me Love by 100 Waters. Hmm. I uh, I dig it, especially like it the first part. It takes a while to weird. get there. Yeah, it takes a while to get there. It probably plays from that bass drop right there. Yeah, but I would assume so. I, I, I like that. Yeah, okay. I can get behind that. I don't like Trent Grisham, but I like that. Oh, are you just mad at him? Because of, the... of that error he made in the 2019 All-Star playoff Dude game. Dude did not deserve to get traded for that. I don't care what you did. say. Yeah, he's not going to be anything crazy. Uh, he's, he's, a good... he's all right. He's all right. Oh, okay. I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. All right, number two. Ready? Yes. What country bumpkin guy is this? Okay. All right. All right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that song is When the Levy Breaks by Led Zeppelin. All right? Uh-huh. This two-time All-Star has spent his 10-year career with the Padres, Dodgers, Brewers, and White Sox. Padres, Dodger, Dodgers, Brewers, and White Sox. Oh, I know who this is. Ah, uh, yes, Money Grandal. Yes, yes. Okay, <laughs> okay. I, I did not expect that from Yasmani uh, Grandal. That is a weird song choice for him. Uh, but you know what? I'm I'm cool with it. First of all, but that, at the same time, like, badass. do you think he wears like cowboy boots to the game? I think he does. And he was on the team <laughs> when I was working for the Brewers, and they made him get like a tank that he could float in a cryotherapy session thing. It was all in his contract. And he made $18 million on top of it. Good for him, And man. he was he wanted no business with anyone there. I mean, it was like the Major League Two Jack Parkman kind of thing. He was always shades on, decked out, walking down the hall, like, carry my shit for me type guy. Uh, I don't care 
I now I'm not gonna complain because now my White Sox have Yasmani Grandal and I will take him. Hey, they could have had Fernando Tatis. Yeah. Could have. Oh, could well. have. Oh well. Tough. <laughs> Tough cookie. All right. Next Number one. three. What you know about rolling down in the deep? <laughs> Who is doing this? Yep, this is uh, Astronaut in the Ocean yes. by Masked Wolf. I, I know that one. What you know about rolling down in the deep? Yep. Yep. Long, okay, I'm, I'm familiar with the song. All right. It's a TikTok song. Uh, it's everywhere. Uh, this player was the 2018 NL Rookie of the Year runner-up and was the 2020 NL Batting Champion. Oh god, I probably should know this. I'm, is it? I'm trying to escalate. Is it Ronald Acuna? No, right. I'm sorry. 2018 runner-up, and then the 2020 batting champion. Is it Freddie? No, no, that's that's way too old. Uh, I'll give you. So I, I'm sorry, you did not get this one. Okay, but I'll give you a second. A pride guess. A uh, second clue of he was a pivotal uh, player. In the 2019 World Championship Series run, is it um? It was pivotal in the 2019. Who the hell was it? it? Was the oh? Is it Juan Soto? Juan Soto. Oh, well, that's not a good song for him at all. <laughs> not a good song. That's what he's using. That's what Juan Soto's Juan uh, Soto. Song. Yeah, basic TikTok dude. What? Come on. <laughs> That, he's one of the best players in there. His, he was playing with Gerardo Parra, who at least put Baby Shark as his. Gerardo Parra. Yeah, that was that was at least respect because he was joking with it almost. <laughs> uh, I will. Juan Soto thinks that song is cold. I I will put a shout out to Andrew McCutcheon, who I almost put on. He has a trap remix of the Kings, like. Uh, Motor Motor March from uh, Coming to America. Oh, as his batter ditty, okay. which is an awesome yeah. song. Uh, but it was hard for me to find it outside of like you know YouTube, and Fair I didn't enough. want to like get the like ads Fair going enough. and Fair whatever. Enough. Next one, okay, I'll take the loss on that one. Yeah, that is, like I said, it's it's all right. But here's same the division. I was in the same division. Oh, good for you. <sighs> all right, next up. Can you feel it? Posty, okay. Who's playing knew, Posty? I knew you would like this one. Okay. Uh, this is I'm Going to Be, or Gonna Be, by Post Malone. I, yeah, I knew that. Knew that one. Pop the top, fill my cup up. Hey. Keep hey. them pouring till I'm fucked up. Ooh, oh, yeah. can't be playing it during that. <laughs> Those kids. If they would have played that part, those kids would be suing. No <laughs> chance. All right. This player set a, a rookie record in 2016 by hitting home runs in each of his first four games and tied the MLB rookie record for most home runs in April. Ooh, and is it Aaron Judge? No. Wow. Is it Cody Bellinger? No. Oh, my God. Give me one more pride hint. Okay. Again. I'll take the L again. Uh, this shortstop is probably the top trade target for this season. Oh, it's Trevor Story? Trevor Story. Okay. 
Okay, I can hear that in Milwaukee. Yeah. I can hear that in Milwaukee. Yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? You just want to hear it. You know so what I'm bad, saying? <laughs> I could I could hear him playing that in Milwaukee, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like that would bump pretty well at Miller Park. <laughs> Notice how I called it Miller Park. I will keep calling it Miller Park. Okay, yeah. I, I could see that. I can see Trevor's story being with that. He's he's thinking more like I'm gonna be out of this city. That's more what he's probably thinking. Oh man, Trevor Story is definitely He's uh, gone. He will not be a Rocky by the end of the year. Alright. He won't. We'll just have to wait and see. He won't. Why would they keep why? He doesn't want to play there? You don't know that. The team sucks. Yeah, they do suck. They they're, suck. They're and they have awful. no one to trade. They're just And bad. who wants to be a pitcher in Colorado? No one. Well, no Jolie's chassis. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Next one. Drives a fat whip, too. I've seen this car before. Ready? Yes. Mm. Okay. This is Pardon by T.I. featuring Lil Baby. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, this is a batter walk-up song. This is a ditty. This is a damn ditty. I get it. Yeah, yeah this is, this, that one definitely has like a good. That one's to it. yeah. If I'm walking up with that song, it's to hit dongs only. <laughs> That's what it is. All right, you ready? Here's mm-hmm. your your uh, little hint. This player started out as a pitcher in college before transitioning to the outfield and was the 2017 World Series MVP after hitting a record-tying five home runs during the World Series, tying Reggie Jackson in 1997 and Chase Utley in 2009. Oh, I think I know this answer, but I don't know if I'm going to get it right. Uh... Is it Daniel Murphy? No. Oh my God! What's the twenty? I don't even remember twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen World Series. Here, uh, do you want me to help? Uh, I can start hitting uh, garbage oh. cans. Oh, oh, yikes! <laughs> Carlos Correa. No. Altuve. Did I say no. Bregman. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, did you say transition to the outfield? Yeah. Yeah. Josh Reddick. <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> Sorry, Michael Josh. Brantley. <laughs> no. Jordan Alvarez. Oh my God! No. That's their whole team. Kyle Tucker. No, you're missing out. Who? This player was the top uh, free agent acquisition for the Toronto Blue Jays. Oh, George Springer. George Springer. Okay, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like the song though. Yeah, dude, that is a good one. It's got a nice bop right at the uh, right at that back half, right? Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm down with that one. That one that one was good. All right, you ready for this next one? Yeah, yeah. I'm liking this one so far. Whose is no scrubs? (laughs) I have a story about no scrubs. Just know I was in a Zoom class and my teacher just started playing this, and I was the only one in the in the room. It was just her vibing to no scrubs. Me with my camera off, just listening in the background, <laughs> thinking that, is she playing this song because of me? Like, what is going on? Who is this? This is like Carlos Gomez, isn't it? That's who that is. Yeah, No Scrubs by TLC. All right, you ready? <laughs> yeah. This player is an eight-time All-Star, a three-time NL Cy Young Award winner, a Triple Crown winner in 2011, and was the 2014 NL MVP. 
Triple Crown runner in 2011. And 2014 MVP. Say, say those one more time. This player is an eight-time All-Star, a three-time NL Cy Young Award winner, Triple okay, Crown winner in 2011, and the 2014 NL MVP. This is Clayton Kershaw. Clayton Kershaw. Yikes. Comes up to no scrubs by TLC. <laughs> what is that? Scrub is the kind of guy that gets no love from me. Yes! <laughs> That is insane. <laughs> that is oh ridiculous, my God, dude. That that one was just too funny. I had to. Uh, I had to play it. All right. Here's the next one. Let's go. Mm. <clears throat> okay. This is "Don't Waste Your Life" by Lecrae. Oh, I've seen Lecrae. I have. Pretty good. Hey. Who's playing Lecrae? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now, who is this? Who is this? <laughs> who's, sing- who's doing Lecrae? All right. This player was the 2001 NL Rookie of the Year, a two-time World Series champion, Three-time NL MVP and currently sits at fifth all-time with home runs with 666. Mr. Albert Pujols. Albert Pujols! Okay, okay. Got a little bit of drip to him. Yeah, dude. I I was, like, expecting him for some reason to be, like, the Yankee or some shit. Right. Jackie, 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 Jackie. Oh, you mean our test song. Yeah. Definitely was an Albert Pujols song, I thought. Yeah, yeah, dude. I, uh, I, Albert Pujols, I, I totally forget, is still around. And he's still, like, decent. And he's going to be, like, a great player all time. He's going to be up there oh, in the ranks. He's, he's a first ballot Hall of Fame. Well, for sure. Yeah. yeah. All right, next up. Next one. Man, I can understand how it might Rihanna. be kind of hard to it's love not a Rihanna. girl like me. Is this... I don't blame Isn't Rihanna? Famous by Kanye afraid. West. Okay. That is definitely Rihanna. Right. That was definitely Rihanna. She's not mentioned in the credits. Okay, okay. Swiss only let the beat rock. This is a good band to do. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we're okay. just yep, right yep. there. Good call. <laughs> I, that sounds like... Can I just guess this one right now? All right. If I get this right. Fernando. No. Oh, damn. Okay. Sorry. I just got that one. I, that doesn't count, but I just wanted to go crazy. This third baseman is the only infielder to win the Gold Glove Award in each of his first eight seasons. Nolan Arenado. Nolan Arenado. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Yep. Uh, that That is uh, got a good batter duty right at the that side. Yeah, I that, like that. Like, little I like instrumental that. Portion. Nolan Arenado is going to be a Hall of Famer, too, eventually. He's really damn good. And dude. he's not talked about a lot. No. He, no, he's, he's a very good baseball player. Yeah. I mean, I think he had like four straight years of 130 RBIs, too, on top of it. I get playing in Colorado. It's like a little bit cheating. But at the same time, well, hey. As far as I know, he's still doing pretty good in St. Louis Oh, right yeah. Now, he's right? having a very respectable season. Okay. Uh, here's the next one. He's a Cardinal, so I can't yeah. get up with him. Mm. All right. 
is Boom 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 by Roddy Rich. Roddy. Roddy's top five. On top for a while. Also, Banner Duty right here. As I to the moon, fast time ain't gonna broom broom. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. That one. This Kenosha native was drafted 20th overall in the 2016 draft and made his MLB debut in 2019. Gavin Lux. Gavin Lux. Yes. Yes. I I tried. He to was he was kind of a here. yeah. He was a he was a Wisconsin baseball. He was he was huge. He wasn't as big as uh, Kalanick a couple years later, who I think went like fifth or sixth overall to the Mets. Mm-hmm. But he's in the Mariners organization now. But Gavin Lux was a big deal. I think he was like a twentieth overall pick. Is that what you said? Yep. Yeah, he was. And, he was a big deal. World Series champion. Can't already. Right? Can't shy away from that, right? He and he was respectable. He's starter on the Dodgers. I mean, yeah. geez, that yeah, stacked team ever. Yeah. He, yeah, he's probably their best trade piece at the moment, right? Oh, I don't even want to get traded. Might as well just keep well, going. I'm just saying, if they're going to add up, like that's going to be their guy. They don't need any better. He can be fine. If he's their worst player, they're doing all right. Yeah, that's fair. That's what I'm saying. All right, I have one more. One more. Ready? Yes. What about Turbo? This is Oh Okay, featuring Young Thug and Lil Baby by Gunna. Yep. Oh yeah, I've heard this one. Yep. 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 Alright. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I think I have the most detailed, uh, little info right here okay Okay. this player looks like a crossbreed of a human and a head of cauliflower Mm. oh don't tell me you better get this is it Dan Vogelbach? It's Dan I know it. I knew it. He needed it. He I needed, needed to one. throw him in there. He needed to be on this. I, I okay. would have thought the head of cauliflower would have gave it away. I thought, I didn't know <laughs> if, like, the hair was supposed to be cauliflower, but I want. I was really waiting. No, his wait. whole body I looks was, like cauliflower. I was going to be mad if you didn't put Dan Vogelbach. You did that or did he during Dude, this it, game. Daniel Vogelbach has to get mentioned every week. Every single time. I like it. This guy... Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, this is the outro this week. The outro music, 100%. It's not even close. Dan. Oh my god. Big drip Dan. That was it. Right there. Oh, for sure. Yeah, dude. You know what's the best part is that we're like done with our show and now you're like the most hyped you've been I know. the entire show. That's because, I'm sorry, but it's just... <laughs> I, I I really I was really hoping you were gonna put DV's. Oh my god, DV's nuts. D, DV's batting Diddy in there. I'm, uh, I'm so yeah. happy. Who's just been ripping dongs every game? Get Keston out of the lineup permanently uh, while looking like a Sharpay. I I just recently stumbled across Daniel Vogelbach's Instagram, and he just. I need to. We need to. I, I antagonize just, him every week to get him on our show. We don't deserve him. He's oh just so iced out all the uh, time. He's he he just looks like he's constantly the coolest bully that was ever out there. At the same time, he looks like a high school bully. Yeah, he does kind of have like 
he looks like he should raise his hand, his arms up in the air and be like, O'Doyle rules. Right. right. Or like had a, had a child with the teacher. Like his name some... is Biff. <laughs> or Brock. Brock. He looks like Brock Vogelbach. Bro- Dude, oh Brock my god. Yeah. Is cold. Yeah, that would be a name. He looks like one for sure. Brick. Brick Vogelbach. Doink. <laughs> Doink. Just, just an absolute unit. All right. Oh, God. So that was our show for the week. <laughs> we will have another episode. Well, maybe episode 12 and a half, we'll call it. Yeah. A uh, little draft special drop in Thursday of the first day of the draft. Should be an exciting, little uneventful, I mean, pretty eventful and unpredictable uh, draft, starting with that third pick. Who is this 49ers going to take? Are they going to go with Mac Jones? Are they going to go Trey Lance is now heating up a lot? Yeah, names are going, dude. Are they going to find something else to do? I, I doubt it. I would probably heavily bet it's going to be one of those two. But then again, we got the Falcons after. Kyle Pitts, quarterback, trades. Mm. We don't know. Yeah. So make sure you check us out on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and of course thechairshot.com and it's been a pretty fun week and we got one more episode to do this week I can't turn in my homework teacher the Peloton ain't my dog peace out of my wrist, kind of been spinning, mad at the coop, my with no tennis, chop out the top, hit it the limits, I got some cash, I want to spin it, new paper tag, didn't want to rent it, too many fads, too many bitches, roll my slime, get in my lizard, better to slide, you a good slither, hey, we ain't got ties, he gon' ride, he my slime, he my slime, young gun gun, I'm my prime, hey, so I think I ain't telling you lies, when you come to business, I'm hell in mind, yeah, I'm king face, better my time, hey, she was like Gucci my pants. She can suck dick with no hands. I just spent the rest of my fame. Special on land. Fair guy vans. Another pan of red. Drink to the head. Got two star phones. Down 70 men. Two tone present Rolex. Yeah, this droopy can't catch. Simon say do what I say. Cubelink choke my neck. Why is that Uber DJ? Pull him his VVS. Auto my wrist. Kind of been spinning. Mad at the coupe. Mine with no tennis. Chop out the top. Hit it in Linux, I got some cash, I wanna spin new paper tag, didn't wanna rent it. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, 
you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.